Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The Collab. We are a collective of brand professionals sharing our career stories. Every week, we pair up two members and they interview each other, so you'll get to hear one episode this week and one next week. We're heading into our third year of The Collab, and you can join us too. Sign up at jointhecollab.com and then tell your story. Well, hi, Grace. It's nice to talk to you today. Hi, Gina. I'm so glad that we're sitting down today. I know. We've known each other now for quite some time, and we've never actually had the chance to just have a casual chat about our stories. <laughs> so I think this will be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I'm Gina Gretschko, and I'm interviewing today Grace Liu. And Grace is based in LA. She most recently was Senior Director of Marketing for RTA Brand previously Senior Manager of Digital and Social Strategy at Laura Mercier, Social Marketing at Calvin Klein, and Integrated Marketing at Gilt. Now, Grace has started her own brand marketing consultancy where she's focused on 360 content, integrated marketing, and social media strategy for fashion and beauty brands. Very impressive. So... Why don't we just get started with the beginning? Tell me, Grace, a little bit about where you grew up and how you got your start in fashion and beauty. Sure. So I was actually born in China and I immigrated to the U.S. when I was nine. Growing up, I really, really loved art and creativity and it came to me really naturally when I was young. And while growing up in the San Fernando Valley, it's a suburb within Los Angeles County. I remember I used to go to Border Bookstore, which is now defunct, <laughs> to, de- to devour all their fashion magazines, whether it be Vogue, W, Nylon. And just through that exercise, like I knew I wanted to work in fashion advertising, just from seeing all the ads. And, you know, I even remember seeing Calvin Klein ads back in the day and like just wishing that I would have the opportunity to work at the brand. And it really came full circle for me. Oh, yeah, that's really exciting to hear. Yeah. So I actually went to UC San Diego for undergrad because my parents are quite traditional. Being immigrants, they wanted me to set a more traditional foundation versus going directly to art or fashion school. And UCSD, I don't know if you know, but they're known for their biotech and computer engineering programs and particularly research. So it was a very far cry from where I wanted to end up. But I did go there and had a great academic experience. And I knew I needed to move to New York right after. And I looked at some, some programs and decided on Parsons, their AAS for fashion marketing. And thankfully, I had an acquaintance at school who took the same route and who like really helped guide me because it, it was a very unconventional path for people who've gone to my university. Yeah. And so from there, I moved by myself to New York without knowing a soul, basically, and started, you know, at Parsons. I crammed the two-year program into one year, just went to school during the weekdays, and then also did my internship during the weekdays and basically squeezed all of my homework and projects in during the weekends. And it was a really intense time, but it really was what was required to really jumpstart my fashion career. And 
I had the opportunity of interning at St. Laurent and Philip Lim while I was at Parsons. And, you know, St. Laurent really gave me an overview of going to be like to work at a luxury fashion house, specifically in kind of like a regional office. I was the executive intern there. And so I basically had oversight of all the departments, including buying, visual merchandising, as well as just, you know, PR and marketing for the region. But I went over to Philip Lim and did an e-commerce internship there because I wanted to see what, what it was like to work at a brand that was based out of the U.S., where kind of like all of the creativity and all of the strategy happened. And it was a, also a really great kind of direct-to-consumer experience because I was helping shoe and manage some aspects of their website and i even did customer service there you know so just really really being able to look at the business from inside out and see how it operated and from then like that really kicked off my career you know at guilt group and then eventually at calvin klein and and then into beauty at laura mercier that is super impressive i'm blown away i didn't even realize all that about you i mean to go the route that maybe your parents wish, you know, you would and come out, you know, with a poli science and communications degree, but then know that after that, it was fair game for you to kind of go and make what you wanted to of yourself. And so to kind of pick up and just take yourself to New York and be so focused and dedicated to graduate, you know, with a degree in just a year that was focused in arts and fashion marketing, that's truly, truly impressive. Like, Wow. Thank you so much, Gina. Yeah, like super strong and impressive internships as well. So it sounds like you got your hands dirty in a lot of different aspects, like whatever you could. So I'm just wondering then how you were able to take those experiences at St. Laurent, at Philip Lim, at Gill, and how did you end up going into social media marketing specifically? That's a really great question. I think when I started in 2012, 2013, that was like really the advent of digital and social media when Instagram really, really blew up and became really the centerpiece of brand marketing, right? And so, you know, what used to be was the glossy fashion ads that I saw when I was younger, but now it was you know, the Instagram visuals and videos that were being posted on Instagram by fashion brands and, you know, I influencers doing fashion week. So yeah, that's really kind of like how I fell into it. I think it was just going with the times and knowing what I wanted to do before and how that translated with what was current in the industry and in the world. And so when I you know, when I started off doing integrated marketing at Guild Group, I was planning cohesive campaigns and partnerships across, you know, all of their channels that they were on. I mean, that included the site, paid media, SMS, emails, like even their app, but it also included social. And, you know, we were supporting 70 to 90 branded sales weekly. So it moved very, very fast. There were brands like Stuart Weizmann, Kate Spade, and also like curated editorial partnerships with the likes of People Magazine, like People Style Watch. So... Yeah, just doing all of that and seeing everything from an integrated marketing perspective really allowed me to experience everything and kind of hone in on what I loved the most, which was social media, just because it was so creative and so focused on storytelling. And, you know, it kind of goes back to my roots in like really loving art and creativity. And so that's what I gravitated towards. 
very naturally. And then, you know, after Gil, I decided to go over to, to Calvin Klein to do that. Yeah. So tell me about that full circle moment for you, thinking back to, you know, paging through the magazines at Borders Bookstore growing up and then finding yourself working at Calvin Klein at the start of the My Calvin's campaign, which must have been such a blast. Tell me a little bit about that, what that was like. Yeah, it was actually such a whirlwind in, in, in the best way. I remember I joined the team right as the, sh- you know, show yours, Mike Calvin's social campaign launched. And, you know, it was really, really a pivotal moment within social media marketing, I think utilizing hashtags just because it was you know, Calvin Klein's slogan from the beginning, it drew upon the historic roots of, you know, Brooke Shields saying nothing comes between me and my Calvins and turning that into a hashtag and really like tapping into how users organically on social media like to show off their looks and kind of, you know, their, their selfies and really joining that together into what I think is one of the most brilliant marketing campaigns in the social media age. So I remember launching the Justin Bieber hashtag my comments campaign in 2015, which like went on to win a Webby award, but it was just like all hands on deck, launching the campaign, rolling it out, writing all the creative copy. I remember it was just like our whole team watching the retweets like really explode on Twitter and people and the fans were just getting so, so excited. And it, it really felt like we were a part of a cultural moment and a part of the cultural conversation. And that was really, really special to be a part of. Oh, yeah, that's so I mean, I've definitely been in my share of war rooms. That's the term. <laughs> war rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And it <laughs> it's fun. It's like there's a camaraderie like amongst the team, right? You're all like working heads down. It's long hours. You're paying attention to every piece of content that comes in. And it, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun, but it's super exhausting and, and super detailed. But it's something to really be proud of at the end of the day, once you see what was produced and what came out of it and how the response, you know, took off from all the hard work and just sort of like listening to the communities of what they wanted. That's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, essentially, I, I became a reporter and editor and content creator for the brand. And that's really, I think, another interesting trend of, editor- you know, like social media making brand marketing super editorial. And now brands are hiring editors and reporters that are dedicated to the brand and telling that brand story, whereas that was originally just the territory of entertainment and media companies, right? I mean, I remember, yeah, like in relation to what you said about war rooms, like sometimes I was the war room, you know, I remember covering a Calvin Klein jeans presentation and concert in Shanghai where American social media was banned. And I just had to figure out how to like create content on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and get VPNs on two different phones to be able to kind of tell that story for the brand, despite, you know, me being the only person there. And, you know, there's just like so many adventures and obstacles, you know, to overcome in the social media world. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but what you just said there about your experience in Shanghai, I think so many people don't get a glimpse into sort of the grueling nature that happens behind the scenes for a social media manager or team. And that's insane what you just described. I think like you, you, you kind of talked about it really quickly, but I just for like 
able to understand the weight of what you were doing by yourself on you know the other side of the world in a place where social you know you didn't have all the the freedom that if you will I guess how did you work through some of that that I mean you're you're managing several platforms on your own and there's technical situations and then there's just the legalities of it all that you had to keep in mind sometimes it's like really pushing yourself and figuring it out in the moment because social media is so in the moment right you, I, I mean like I, at Calvin Klein I I really learned not to have any shame or any reservation in approaching people and getting the content that I need and like you know overcoming technical difficulties and reshooting things if required but it's all about like being in the moment and taking that opportunity while it's there right like for example at runway shows we would have like friends of the house like Naomi Campbell, Dove Beckham Jr. and ASAP Rocky and like you know front row at the fashion shows and you know I just needed to go up to people to ask to capture and create content for the brand and like there was no one like introducing me or saying, oh, you know, Grace is with Calvin Klein and, you know, we'll love to capture content, you know, for the brand with you. It was literally me going up and just really like having no shame (laughs) in like doing those things. And, you know, yeah. And then like my colleagues and I would always like joke that if people made a reality TV show out of like what we did as social media managers, you know, and especially at like big brands, right? It, it would really be immensely entertaining, to be honest. And I, and I think it's a great reality show idea. I agree. <laughs> My teams used to say the same thing, like someone should be following, you know, us around, because truly, it's, it's just totally a different side of the story. And really, you know, you say no shame. And yeah, and but a lot of that too is confidence, right? You know, you know what you're doing, you know, the work, you know, the strategy, you know, it needs to be done. And it's just having that confidence. And it is scary approaching folks, especially in the early days when it wasn't so, you know, people weren't looking for it as much. And it was a little bit felt more of an invasion sometimes if folks weren't, weren't used to being approached for social or some people weren't comfortable on camera. I know, I know there's designers we worked with in the beginning days at Saks that were super uncomfortable in front of the camera and and now the content they're putting on their own channels is so I just love it it's just you see how how people become so acclimated to being on video absolutely so Grace tell me what you're most proud of in your career my most proud moments of my career I would say that it would be starting with a really scrappy team and at Calvin Klein and over the years building it up into a full-on social media marketing and content marketing machine really really kind of like working with the team to like go from when we were capturing content ourselves and shooting photography and into kind of like building it up into a whole structure and like integrated collaborative effort to run social media at Calvin Klein and to take it from initially 500k followers to 15 million and being one of the most followed brands in fashion on Instagram. That's definitely one of the proudest moments of my career and just like seeing what me and the team were able to accomplish over the span of almost half a decade and but also taking kind of like the things and the processes and the structures and the practices from 
what I learned at Calvin Klein into building that out for for Laura Mercier and also helping the brand launch in the Chinese market in 2021. And that was years in the making, helping strategize Tmall, WeChat, Weibo, and Little Red Book, and really speaking to the Chinese consumer and really going full, full circle with utilizing my, my Chinese cultural and language background to apply it to an area where I'm passionate in, which is beauty and fashion marketing, is definitely something that I'm very, very proud of. And in general, and as in with every career, the people I had the privilege of meeting and all of the colleagues, the, the vendors and influencers that I had the privilege of connecting with and experiencing these things with would be kind of like the most proud aspect of my career as well. I guess taking a step back, I'm just wondering, since you've worked across so many different brands and so many different roles, immersed in social and digital, are there you know, any overall trends you've noticed over the years that you can speak to that might be interesting for people listening to this? Yeah, of course. This one may sound a bit cliche, but you know, social media is always changing. I think every social media specialist and marketing specialist can speak to, you know, speak to this, but the previous decade was all about stunning static visuals and bite-sized video moments via, you know, Snapchat and Reels. But now I, I think we're entering the era or have really entered the, uh, entered the era of social entertainment, which is led by TikTok. And I, and I saw a stat about TikTok being the most visited site on the internet in 2021, like even over Google, which really speaks to the rise of, you know, people wanting to be entertained by out-of-the-box creativity, you know, whether it be humor or, you know, showing your humanity and just interactive video content and, you know, that being the ruler of all content nowadays, right? And then it's really important for marketers to not get too comfortable, like not, not just social media managers or strategists, but marketers in general to not get too comfortable and get your hands dirty and immersing yourself in the content, creating your own content to truly understand the algorithm and what content really performs and speaks to an audience, right? That's really like the biggest takeaway that I have. And also like something that I, that I had to learn in my own career. But another thing is like, aside from engaging, you know, your audience and the consumer, you know, as a social media and marketing professional, it's also about internal influence, you know, with founders, executives, and creative teams in particular, because, you know, the speed at which social media moves and being kind of like the marketer that has the pulse on it, you really have to share your knowledge to everyone that's involved and everyone whose work, you know, is being shown on, on your social media channel, right? And making sure everyone feels heard and making sure it's a collaborative process. And that's actually something that I've experienced throughout my career as well and an important takeaway. Yeah, such good points. I mean, you said social entertainment and that's so true, right? I mean, now brands or founders, creators, you know, it's like you have to be an actor, a dancer, an entertainer. It's just like, it's interesting. But I think what you said about immersing yourself into it is really good advice because that's the only way you'll really get an understanding of what's going to make sense for you as a brand or a business 
that you're heading up or, you know, brand you're representing and just getting to know the platform, what works best and being true to, you know, your own voice on, on the platform. And then, yeah, speaking up and having a voice, you know, within organizations, I think that's truly teams, you know, working with social people, whether they're teams or managers or man or community managers, I mean, there's so much knowledge there and people that work on social teams really eat, breathe and sleep social, right? So it's, you know, there's a wealth of knowledge and expertise there that is, it's great for partnership, right? You know, both sides, you know, whether you're partnering with customer service or merchants or marketers or creative directors, you know, there's so much to learn on both sides. So open dialogue, I think is a really good point you made. What's next for you, Grace? We talked about so much good stuff that you've done up to this point. What what do you see happening next for you? So I created my own consultancy organically when I actually started getting approached by brand founders and marketing executives on like how to hone in on their brand positioning and their mission and really how to then kind of tell that story across their content channels and social media in particular. So I really hope to continue helping, you know, entrepreneurs and other decision makers and kind of really building out their dream and beauty fashion businesses and strategies. And yeah, that's like what I really hope to do next. Maybe, you know, even start my own business one day. Well, you have, you've started your consultancy <laughs> as a business, but <laughs> We're all very excited. We'll be watching and I'm sure it's only going to be great stuff and, you know, really exciting content to come from you. Thank you so much for chatting with me today, Grace. It's been a lot of fun learning a little bit more about, about your path and your career story. Where can listeners find you if they want to see what you're up to? You can find me at gracemarielu.com and my Instagram and TikTok are also at gracemarielu. Perfect. Consistent. That's great. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you, Gina. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for being here for the Collab Career Stories podcast. Please follow us on social media at Join the Collab. And sign up to become a member and share your story at jointhecollab.com.